Hey guys, welcome to the show, the final episode podcast, the companion podcast for season season one, one. episode eight. It was a pound of burning flesh. There was, was the probably title. about eight hundred pounds of burning flesh. A little bit, a little bit. Will's more. with me mm-hmm. and Carrie's with me. Hey Hello. Now. <laughs> I'm ready to roll. I just got done watching Top Gun Maverick, and I am ready to fly. <laughs> I, I feel like this intro for the finale needs like trumpets or drums or something really dramatic. I feel like you're putting off a little Val Kilmer air right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> just really quiet in your chair. <laughs> that was such a good movie, man. Anyway. Have you seen it, Will? Yes, sir. So good, right? I watched it for the first time a few weeks ago, and Just, I was they, surprised. Really? The way they embrace the nostalgia, the whole thing, it's so good. Yeah. As far as, what do they call the sequels go? Yes. I thought it was good. I mean, because most of them suck, and it was better than I expected. You didn't think it was comparable to the first one? It was very comparable. Not I quite as good. Not quite as good. <laughs> but it was up there. It was it was so good. I loved all the all the cute little references, you know. They that I liked how they did all. The it was all through references and they had to the a, old one. Yeah, and he's forty years older, and they have this, you know, this romance between people our age, older people. <laughs> what is romance exactly? I'm not sure. Remember, he had uh, just in the movies. No, I'm saying well, what is romance in general? Just in the movies. <laughs> I've lost it. She's lost it. Never close your eyes. (laughs) Oh, no. No, you guys know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. That was good. They didn't do that in this one. They did Great Balls of Fire. Yep. So there's a cool connection between these two movies. And I feel like we talked about this. Like, maybe we talked about it during Insurrection. I don't know about that. (gasps) Okay. So Penny, what's her name? Jennifer Connolly. Yeah. Okay, her name's Penny, correct? Right. They, they mention her in the first movie. Do they? They do. The admiral's daughter, Penny. Yes, she yes, is the admiral's do. daughter. He said we did one, oh, okay. one flyover and then an admiral's daughter, Penny. I was thinking yeah, she was an admiral's right. wife or something. No, it was really cute. I was like, that's awesome. Okay, okay. Interesting. Cool. I figured they did. Yeah, it was I neat. didn't realize that. Good memory. And the, the whole movie, I thought this is so good. Yeah, it's not as good as the witness finale would be. Oh my gosh, we need to see (laughs) this in a movie. So, I I so need to see this in a movie. Very, very dark, dark. Yeah, the depravity of man in the it, it was heavy material. I think the only thing that made it tolerable was the killing and burning. Yes, like I want, and that made it real tolerable. It did because they're getting justice for them. Swift, just kill them all. That yeah. was my favorite line in the whole thing. <laughs> and then wow. what's the little guy's name on the ground when he says kill them all? Tyler. Like, yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, did Tyler live or no? Did uh... he crawled away, slinked away? They I think away Tyler lived. I mean, he might be a lived. convert later. Right. I, I feel oh. like he lived. That, that, I thought that was, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> the whole movie, or, or the not the whole movie, the whole. See, yeah. I'm I'm back in Top Gun Land. <laughs> get back in todd's world please todd's world come on okay no yeah so you you had to start right in the temple so you knew right from the beginning it was going to be dark correct yeah yeah the opening segment was just just like the uh the demon wolf 
Like, remember, we, it was like this yeah. sickly wolf in the beginning of that one episode. It was just like that. We just yeah, got this kind glimpse of, of something that was going to happen later. And it was like, oh, just made like the hair on the back of my in neck. In this like evil up. spirit, whatever just, it was, you didn't yeah. get much, but just enough. Creepy crawlies. I was like, oh, I'm not ready. <laughs> I was not ready. Yeah, it <laughs> definitely is dark. Wow. I don't know. Was it worse than you imagined it? Well, it's just the um, the subject matter when it comes to kids and things like that. It, that's brutal. I think when you think of them wanting to sacrifice kids or molesting kids, that stuff gets my dander up. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know. But don't you? I mean, surely that's going oh, on. It, it goes on way levels, more right? in this world than anybody even knows. Or thinks. that's what everybody always says. And I human trafficking that... is huge. Yeah. I think this was intentional by the talented author. The I'd like to meet that guy and have talented. like talk with him about what he means about something. I have so many questions for him, mm-hmm. but uh, I think it was intentional that this is like the first front of evil. It's the first front because no matter who is reading this, listening to this, watching this someday on the big screen, they're all going to be 100% behind the destruction of like this kind of evil. Like some people will debate some other things possibly, yeah, but not this, this yeah. one, everyone agrees. Like the part where Elle said she'd gladly kill them all again or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, you know what? That's, that's a little dark for her, but I'm good with that too. I mean, it's just, you can never right? have enough swift, severe justice for that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Ugh, they're filthy animals. It was. Yeah, it was a little rough. And I like that uh, Tito got the goat and carried him out. That might be my favorite part of the what whole thing. That? That he carried the, the goat out. The lamb. Not the, the little goat. lamb. The black little, lamb. It was so cute. <laughs> black lamb. It was so cute that he was, yeah, Sheep. he was like this. Uh, that was who he wanted to go rescue. Like he wasn't going to leave it there. Yeah, that to showed burn. That it was that so adorable. Convicted convict murderer had a heart and wanted to save that little thing. Right. I, I thought it. that anyway, was pretty cool. Out of order here. Oh, yes. We'll be You're out of order. Right. I We've just felt right like that end. little lamb didn't deserve to burn down, right? I mean, right. Well, Not at all. A slow roast, maybe. But- <laughs> some olive oil and some lemon and thyme. Mm. Only at the hands of Jesus. In the there woods with in the woods with Jesus. On a spit. <laughs> Quarter turn at a time. Yeah, they, it certainly set the mood at the beginning, right? It yeah, was it just was, like it was dark. Okay. Yeah. And there wasn't tons of detail about this dark goddess or whatever she was, really. Just or even the high priest, there was no huge detail, but you knew that they were just completely evil. You didn't really need any more. I don't like your mind provided all you needed. Yeah. You know, it it doesn't take much to get some bead on your imagination on what you're dealing with. Yeah. So right off the bat, it lays out everything that's going on, the darkness, the killing kids, the lust for flesh that she has and they have. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, what'd you think of this line? Uh oh, the author's added again. Carrie, okay, the goddess delighted in the blood of children, and though she got more than her fill in these last days from the sanitized slaughterhouses of the unborn, littering small towns and cities all over the fruited plains, there was something special in the blood shed during the ancient rituals, a depth of flavor. A bouquet for the dark sense is impossible to achieve with saline and suction. Oh, 
Really? Yeah. Somebody to appreciate how, that. Yeah, how did I? What I did like I... the bouquet, <laughs> but that was dark. I think that um, that's what clinics should put on their sign is sanitized. What is it called? Sanitized. Impossible um, to achieve a saline and no, no, the, no, the opening, the opening line of that. The sanitized slaughterhouses of there the unborn. Go. Sanitized slaughterhouses of the unborn. That's what it should say on the sign. But, you know. Yeah, you know, I don't. It, you know, that's a little play on um, yeah. screw tape. You oh, know, C.S. Lewis wrote screw tape letters. Mm-hmm. And then later that became wildly popular. His most popular thing he had ever written. It was, yeah. it was, it predated Narnia a little bit. We did it like surpass Narnia in sales. Well, yeah. What made him famous is he had the BBC broadcast talks and that was right in the middle of the war of the blitz. And they wanted somebody who wasn't like a, a theologian or whatever to kind of give talks on Christianity over the radio. And this is during the blitz. So, I mean, it felt like the whole world was burning and coming down around you, you know? And so he came on and, and mere Christianity is what he did, but he called it the broadcast talks and he did it in separate broadcasts. And then he put that out as mere Christianity that became famous. Then he went on screw tape letters and that was hugely famous. And that was where there was the devil, whatever. Well, then he has screw tape proposes a toast, which is an essay he did years later for the Saturday. What was that thing called? Saturday evening post. Saturday evening post. That Norman Rockwell did the stuff on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in that he talks about how they, he, these demons are talking about how their feast that they're these people you know the souls they're feasting on the sheer number of them is greater but there's not the depth because of all these different things you know there's not like a napoleon or like you, you know mm-hmm. what i mean he goes mm-hmm. through and how they, they they've kind of they've sacrificed for mass number the real sinners you know what i mean and, and the real and and so this whole thing comes out of that will fell asleep yeah. Oh, no good we get to talk about that guy again you don't like c.s lewis you love him clearly yeah. i do he's yeah there's there's a lot he's, to say about him for sure he's good so yeah i i actually i liked it you know i don't like it but i liked how you how you worded it i guess it's um it was a good nod to yeah the cleaned up version of the same thing that we're doing in society today is what is so repulsive in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of drew the parallel there, but yeah. So I, I like that. But after, does it go right to Ray tops after that? Yeah. Or no, okay. or no yeah, it after, doesn't, does it? After the temple. Yeah. It goes right to Ray top tops. <laughs> The truck had once been white. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. you know what? <laughs> you had a long, long explanation of how it would be white and dirty, and if they killed the whatever in a crash. I know. I was like, "What? This author clearly is on drugs." That's what I kept thinking. The guy slipped off the edge, and he's didn't mentally work, challenged. <laughs> it was just a long, long drawn out thing about how it was white, but it wasn't white, and. It, it was what, the police was, report. I think what the author's trying like to do just like is the every author's single one to, of them that you see. Trying yeah. to give you a little encapsulation of this character you're about to meet. And this just wild, crazy, all this shit that goes through his mind to get to <laughs> random places. Well, yeah, that and how the teachers never had great aspirations for him and didn't think yeah. he was going to go far. But the thing that really sums him up pretty much is when he makes that little quip in his mind and smiles out the window at himself and his wit. <laughs> I love that part. 
And like, it wasn't even witty. Like he thinks it's witty. Right. Exactly. That's what sums him up right there. Yeah. I have to tell you, if you took all of the first season, I mean, apart from Lucas and Hal. Yeah. Ray Top is one of my favorite characters. Maybe that's why. I love Ray Top. That's why he wrote so much about his truck. Because he just didn't want him to be too brief in the story. He's just Ray Top. I, I, I like know. how you describe like when he tips his head back and snarls the way he looks <laughs> and mean. Right. And how he's sweet, like he's turned around kind of like a bear. Okay. Wait, since we're talking about this scene at the gas station, right? Yeah. He's, yeah. he's mad at himself because he well, he's didn't get gas. He's got to pull in, but crap. He's, yeah. he's got I've this got truck a, full I've of felonies. I've got a truck full of, oh, truck full of felonies. Oh, and they're, and they have gags and duct tape. I'm like, those poor kids. I, I just was sick. But when I, then it, but then. You said the motorcycles, like he heard the motorcycles yeah. rolling. I was like, yes, I'm like this is happening. I was so excited. I like how he's constantly trying to, in his own mind, like reassure himself that he's really good at what he does. And he's really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, he's not. He forgot to fill up with gas before. <laughs> and he's just an idiot. And he's obviously made poor career choices. Yeah. Well, that you can talk about this guy transporting and kidnapping these kids and that there be an amount of humor and lightness to it. I just, that's what I love about Ray Top. I guarantee (laughs) he made a lot of money doing that because those people want discretion and they don't want to know anything. He's doing a risky thing. He's making some huge money doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gross. It's a big gross. But I, you didn't like Ray Top? Well, I mean, right? No, the character, yeah, colorful, stupid. Like you know, you're you're just waiting for him to go down. Like I said, when, then when, when uh, Lucas puts his hand on the truck, it's like, hey, you know, hey, right? Does he call him by name right there? Hey, right top. What what do you carry? Not right off the bat, but soon after that, he talks to him, and then he says his name next. Yeah, but then because he actually stepped towards him once, which was unusual, and then to top it off, he put his hand on the side of the. That was so beautiful. It was just to let him know, unnerve him a little bit, and it worked. Yeah, Yeah. I like the description of him turning around and crouching down like a like a animal, startled animal or whatever. You probably see some of that. Is that a fair? Is that kind of how you get some people? Yeah. Well, he was at that fight or flight thing, and he was like, "What's going on here?" But that was cool. And I like the description that he fear was not a thing he was used to feeling in his body you know he was a little unhinged about the way he felt so yeah and that lucas is fearless which is so great because he's got god on his side like he doesn't need to fear ray top or anybody yeah he was so mellow that was that was very cool i had to rewind and listen to one part over again because it didn't set well with me with the conversation with ray top and lucas when he was talking about the produce he's hauling and this or that. And he said, I know your whatever he said, your misdeeds or the. The dangerous you're, games you're playing. Yes. He knew that. And then he said, um, I'm going to hold you responsible or accountable for every bruise on their tender flesh. I thought that sounds weird, Ew. but the tender flesh related to fruit and vegetables also. So that's kind of, yeah. oh. I had to think I listened to it and I thought that sounded gross. But then I rewinded it and listened, rewound it. Not and though, it if you think kind about of a kids, I mean, kids do have like tender flesh. Just didn't, it, oh, it's dark. Even the way he put it, it made me creepy a little bit. Wow. Really? Yeah. He didn't mean it that way, I'm sure. 
Lucas well, he just would wanted never him to know. That. He just wanted him to know that he knew. But and... he didn't really know. Otherwise, he'd have done something about it right then. No, he so knew. Ray Top thought. Right, Ray Top thought he knew. Oh, oh, gotcha. That's what he said. He would have never let him drive away without right. calling the police or stopping him. And he's probably right. That Jim, and, and Al couldn't figure out why he would either. No, like, no, why would you not. let him go? <laughs> right. She's like, we need to call the cops. He's like, no, nah, we're we're going to call them later. <laughs> and, and then after she's like arguing with him a little bit, Ellen Lucas, and he finally just has to sigh and take that deep breath. Like, I got this. Relax. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Listen, we're not she calling the cops. We're going right. to the bar for a few drinks. I love uh, anyway that's to yeah, me that's lucas, the perfect witness right there <laughs> lucas is uh unflappable here in this uh in yeah, that this was episode. Good. then tito comes out with a seven up and <laughs> what if he missed any fun nope she's doing some recon <laughs> you're gonna get all the fun you need tito i forgot he wasn't yeah, a little there foreshadowing there that. right so great have all the fun you want later yeah it was I just thought the whole thing was just fun. I mean, yeah. I know it was long, but I felt like it was it was worth it. Did you feel like it was worth the the length? What? The, the episode, the episode was long. Oh, it was really long. I don't, I don't think it was bad. I think it was fine because yeah, there's a good. lot going on to wrap mm-hmm. up. You had to introduce Ray Top, which takes some time. Yeah, introduce the whole temple and all that stuff. The setting, mm-hmm. that stuff takes time. You just can't generically say. That was a temple where they're going to sacrifice kids. So, <laughs> yeah, there's a goat head and a pentagram, you know. <laughs> yeah, and a dais. And a dais. Raised dais. So, <laughs> and then, you know, yeah. I, I think we, ta- we talked about this. Todd, we talked about splitting this into two episodes, but there really just wasn't a good breaking point. No, oh there would not be anywhere left. to do it. Uh-oh. There isn't. Yeah, you just, just can't. You can't. I'm being it. distracted by a redheaded warbler. <laughs> oh no oh no that's um, funny no i thought i think it's fine you know people can listen to it if they don't have time they can listen to it in two uh, two sittings whatever you know i can't imagine funny. doing that but okay there was a there's something i else could barely about... read it in two settings like oh, once yeah. i got into it i was just into it and i was didn't matter Totally. Yeah, I didn't I couldn't stop when what I read. You this saying, one. Uh Tito, there was something else cute about him that I thought was, he and I can't remember where he did it, but he called um he referred to Lucas as boss. Like whatever you yeah. say, boss or whatever. I would be oh, boss. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was cute. I'm like, he's just I think he's that's so right when in. he came out of the gas station, right? He's yeah, it was so, something like that. He's so in. He's yeah, like, he just is seems like that. such a good guy for a former murderer. <laughs> yeah. Fella. <laughs> Not just a felon, a murderer, two-time murderer. Yeah. Oh, well, there's redemption. Redemption. Tito's making up for it. Yeah. Um, And then the whole, I liked the whole time, like uh, Ray Top's driving away in the truck, how he's just trying to reassure himself, talking himself (laughs) through it. Like, this is fine. It's all good. He didn't know. I'm still tough and a bad man. I'm good at what I do. Everything's all good. Finally. Oh yeah, because he ends with something like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, he's he was no patsy to be messed with. Raytop was a monster, and given a few more minutes, the man would have learned that fact." Exactly. He's yeah. trying to build himself up, like 
still, he, he knew right there that he was scared and he's just trying to get that vibrato back in well, himself. That's what it says. Still, while he drove and jammed out to the music, jostling his illegal cargo chain securely in the back, Ray couldn't shake the strange feeling he had felt in the man's presence. It fear. was fear. And Ray Top wasn't used to being afraid. Yeah. So the whole time he's just trying to reassure himself and talk himself into that, that vibrato, you know? Yeah. No, it's Pound funny. his chest a little. Bravado. Oh, yeah. Bravado. Vibrato. Vibrato. Bravado. Vibrato. I like no, vibrato. P. <laughs> I did use the wrong word. Bravado. Vibrato. I, re- I just think I just switched the letters around. You did. You, you did. made up of well. That's a we'll anymore. call that a willism. <laughs> <laughs> that really was emblazoned on my mind. I just had to use <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he was so like like yeah like I I could have taken that guy like he as if yeah. you know as if that were accurate. His <laughs> mind was really ablaze with thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> was there and anything they, emblazoned on his hat? Then they yeah. had that argue. Then then they're like, okay, how do we figure out who to send to the temple to check oh, yeah. this out? I couldn't wait to get to this part. I love that scene. <laughs> like it's you loved it. It's yes. funny because you have Lucas who like calls down hurricanes from heaven and everything else, and then he's trying to figure out how to do how do I do a recon on this? Right. And then Tito's <laughs> like, I could go up there and they're they're thinking logically, but then all of a sudden, I think L lets them know there's something to the seductive power of a woman to distract somebody, be unassuming, you know, just sometimes you can do things and get things that a normal person can't with a certain situation. That's just the fact of life. <laughs> it's a distraction. Is that fact of life, Carrie? That's a fact of life. I do feel like L was a little exaggerated, but it works in this. This is a very extreme situation. Um, but you yeah. can disarm a guy with a little flirtatiousness. And I was just, what do you mean when you say that? She was a little, what'd you say? Over oh, the top. Over extreme. The top. She, she was, was over the top. Extreme. It was, yeah, yeah it was she like, went a little far. Yeah. And she well, she's working on a, she's working on a tight time frame. I mean, right. right. She was going pretty aggressive at it, but, you know what? She I was. love the line where um, she flipped her hair like in a, a movie scene or whatever. I like that line. Uh, <laughs> yeah, her blonde gotta... braid. She did something. Yeah, she flipped it. her hair when she got out yeah. the ponytail or something. And like a, somebody would in the movies or something. Did like you that. like it when she said, um, oh, look at you, Tito, fresh out of prison and all flirty. Yes, that was my <laughs> I don't remember My that. Yeah, read read that, Todd. That is the funniest it's, line. Which part? When they're talking about who should go up there and recon? Who should go? Because Al shook her head. No, I'm better off unarmed in case they search me or the bike. Any weapons would be more of a risk than they're worth. Besides, what am I going to do? Shoot my way out? I kind of thought that was funny too, considering. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, read, read the part. Are you getting? She's there? right. Tito said there's too much of a downside if they search her, and a gun isn't going to help her much anyway. I know she's your granddaughter, Lucas, but she has everything she needs to distract men built right in. Elle uh, smiled and feigned embarrassment. Oh, look at you, Tito. Fresh out of prison and all flirty. She winked at him as he blushed and elbowed <laughs> his muscular tattooed arm. <laughs> I Lucas, like, Lucas oh. frowned at the young people. You were just five years old, like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. 
I also liked um, when Tito looks down at her and he's like, hey, now. And <laughs> then Al's like riding away on her motorcycle and he's watching her and thinking, man, she's a good looking girl. And then he she looks over and sees Lucas watching him. <laughs> yeah. Like the old dad looking at him <laughs> like, uh, watch it, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> Just shakes his head. Kids. Like, like focus. Yeah, when Al unzips the code and unbuttons and says, God helps those who help themselves. <laughs> yeah, well, I, love I did have some questions about them riding Indian motorcycles that far back on dirt roads and stuff, but oh, that's probably fine. Nice gravel road, hard pack, dry sure. up there. Yeah. 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 And if it's, if it's what it, you know, what it's for and all these hoity toity awful people it's probably pretty like well-maintained yeah oiled what was the guard's name that she talked to again tyler tyler he did pretty good i mean holding out for a little bit watching the guys in the tower watch him and stuff so i don't know maybe we need a break well it looks that way since we lost somebody (laughs) usually that's me that disappears (laughs) bye oh Oh, she's she's back. back We could have trusted her. Yeah. Instead, we said maybe we need a break. <laughs> what? Yeah. We said maybe we need a break. And I said we could have trusted you that you'd come back. Yeah. We don't need to get too far into the whole thing with her and Tyler, do we? She it took her a while to wear them down and she knew what she was doing. She worked them. That was it. That was it. We've all I, seen it a hundred times. So I gotta say though, you we're guys- back on, guys. Oh, okay. We were we never took our break. Were we? Oh, you well, were taking a break? <laughs> no. Sorry. Oh, okay. That was the green talking. I just had a I just had a cat howling and I had to let him out. Oh. Sorry. Don't Didn't worry. There's no interruption. No interruption. He won't even going. edit this. So everyone will get to hear that. Everyone will hear the, all of this. All yeah. No so big deal. I gotta I gotta call the I gotta make a judgment call though. Tyler, complete Tyler. idiot. Complete idiot. If totally. this beautiful woman on a motorcycle shows up and starts being like, Oh, are you gonna send me off into the storm the and whatever? I was like, Oh, brother. Like she's Do talking I- about hooking up with him in the woods, like they just met. Yeah. Like she's got somewhere else to be, buddy. You're an I think, idiot. <laughs> I, feel like I thought you, the same thing. It's a little far-fetched for him. I to be feel that like stupid. you overestimate the average male in the face of really beauty of any kind. It's just all right whatever well, yeah i think that that would not have been maybe, but he's working yeah. that's what i was thinking was a little different he's oh, on the well, job yeah yeah okay so you're just questioning his professionalism yes <laughs> clearly he should have been trained a little bit to get that job in the first place true i would think he'd be a training. little sharper but but then again she was she was working it hard apparently and you know yeah it took her a little bit to <laughs> wear him down so who knows yeah but anyway, it was funny. I was like, well, then Tyler, he says, meet me down idiot. by that, the other entrance in the guard shack <laughs> in an hour. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren would be very uncomfortable. Really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then of course she doesn't, he, he's like, of course he's an idiot. Right. Because of course she's not going to do that. That was yeah. stupid. And then, and then wonder of wonders. Here she is. Look who comes walking out of the rain. In the rain. He's envisioning her wet. I was like, wow. 
Like Tyler, focus <laughs> on the Tyler. work at hand. I pictured it one of those stupid movie scenes where you know the wind's blowing and she's walking and this music starts playing and slow motion, her hair's bouncing, even though it's in a ponytail. <laughs> Will focus yeah. on the desk. <laughs> I'm teasing. Do what? You I were just picturing her ponytail yeah. bouncing. That's I was all. Just yeah, saying and, the same thing yes, to you absolutely. that I said to Tyler. Like, focus on the work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just pictured like if this was a movie, that whole scene there where they cut away and it shows her walking and like a little music yeah. in the background and he's captivated. There were some really great moments that could just be fabulous movie scenes. Tyler does get a kiss at least that's something. Oh, yeah. And her oh, line after he? that. Yeah, she plants one on him and then is like, hope that's some consolation for what comes next. I was like, yes. <laughs> I had so many moments in this episode where I was like pumping my fist, like, let's go. <laughs> this is exciting. Were you excited? Well, no. What is going on you with weren't? you? You didn't. He's ruining the whole show. You set me up. Everybody <laughs> Don't try to lead down. me around anywhere. It's got to be genuine. <laughs> I will not be plotted. Thank you very much. <laughs> that good scene, though, with. Once they get there, and and Lucas is telling you know, Tyler's on the ground, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Cool. Oh, uh, Tito tosses him down and flex cuffs him, and like kicks him, starts breaking ribs. I was like, oh, oh, with a square toed boot, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I pictured it, you know, the Hispanic guys, the black boots, squared off toe, a little silver thing on the front of it. Boom. Wouldn't take like much crack a rib with those. No, it wouldn't. You mean the little silver embellishment? Is that what you're talking about? Right. It's a little toe guard thing. And then they formulate this plan, but that just goes right out the window when some other guard shows up, right? No, I feel like they went. It cuts to the inside for a second, too. No, they did. They changed their whole plan because Lucas said, we'll meet and then go in together. No, he told them to meet and go in together. He was always planning on meeting them inside. I don't know. I think he said that after that. The shots were fired because he's like the element of surprise is gone. But I don't, I, we'd have to ask the author. I don't know. <laughs> Who wants we'll add to it do to the that? List. Exactly. We'll add it to the list of questions. That well, asshole. And we didn't talk was... about he prayed for warm rain. The specifics to pray for specifics. Yeah, I like that line. Like, got to listen to those. People just don't think to ask. Well, plus oh, I thought yeah. he has he has dominion. Oh yeah, I like remember? that line. That, <laughs> that, that was one of my favorite lines. I knew it. That's why I brought uh, it up. I'm here for you. Good job. Good job. Good job. Yeah, I like it. He's got dominion over all of creation. Remember? So yep. I'm like, absolutely. Going to call the storm, which was super. Oh, cool. you're. Are you talking about when it cuts to Sarah, the girl getting like worked on, ma- mm-hmm. getting made up, and everything? Who me? Yeah, you said it cuts no. to inside. Oh, it does. Like they're formulating that plan out there, and then it cuts to inside, and then yeah, she's getting done up, but then they hear the shots outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh very sad. Um, oh. The way they're doing that girl up and everything, and I was, it was just made you uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't. It's dark, very dark, and she like the best or the worst line in there. I don't know how you'd look at it. Was when. She said the death would come and she'd welcome it after oh, all that she, they were going to do to her. Did think that? That's all. Well, I don't know if she thought or if oh. the author said that that's yeah. what would happen. 
she knew better than to go jogging alone. She says the mon- yeah. um Oh, what it says is that when she had gone out running that night after dark, she had known it oh, at the yeah. time, even as she was laced up her running shoes, but she had been so damn sad at the time. It was either go running or slit her wrist in a warm bath and watch the life drain out of her as her yep. blood slowly colored the water red. And looking in hindsight, back, she yeah. should have chosen the warm bath. Yeah. Death was but preferable in every way. Yeah. That's not what I was talking about. I was talking, you were about, talking about later. When, it's right after that when she says, yep. when death finally came, Sarah would embrace it and be glad. Her happy days were far behind her now. Yep, she knew there was nothing left, but the best thing she would have is death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really sad. I can't imagine. And and the drug, she's drugged, remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's drugged, so she's like... But you still know. able to know what she's in for, but just yeah. can't care quite enough. Or fight back or... Right. But they make yeah, sure to let the drugs awful. wear off before yeah. the ceremony. Just, yeah, horrific uh, thoughts in that. Mm. That's yeah. right. To think there's sick animals like that that do this kind of stuff. It's this is not it's the real thing. Nasty like using people Epstein Island. It's horrible. Right? Yes. Totally. You know there's that movie coming out. Have you seen that called Sound of Freedom or Sounds of Freedom or something? It's, yeah. it's got Jim Cav Caviz- Caviezel, Caviezel. The guy who played Jesus in Passion of the Christ. Mm-hmm. And he's he's good. And he's in it's all about um sex trafficking, I think. And hmm. Sound Mel, of Freedom, it's called there it is. Mel Gibson has said it's just a fabulous movie, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson's repulsive. What do you like about Mel? I don't like his anger. Oh, I love Mel. Well, if I were to picture the witness, I'd picture Mel Gibson. Not me. But um, but yeah, it's story of a of an agent who's trying to rescue kids and it's yeah, supposed it to be just amazing. Looks incredible. I would picture a younger Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, eh? yeah, like, from like like, uh, like Don McLean, younger than now, where he's just running into walls and doesn't know where he's at. Like right. Don, um, don't hate on Bruce Willis. Didn't he do the one with the, the Fifth Element? <laughs> Sorry, was that, that was uncalled yeah. for. That Bruce so. Willis, Fifth Element, Bruce Willis. Okay. Fifth Element. Hmm. Wait, are Twelve Monkeys? Mm, yeah. Was he in Fifth know. Element? He wasn't. Wasn't Fifth he? Element. Yeah. I don't know. My gosh, how many sci-fi's? How many weird sci-fi's did he do? Boy, that was <laughs> quite a little rabbit trail there. Okay, sorry. We got about eighteen more of those to go forward on, folks. <laughs> check. We'll just check them off. So they're making this girl up and all this for yeah. this ritual thing. It's sick puppies. And. And, and then it, they hear that's shots. actually that's it. Yeah, and that actually is before. Then then we cut to Tyler at the mm-hmm. fence and the whole yep. thing. Then everything happens. Then they start taking off. And when they yeah. take off, it they you know Ellen Lucas start taking each side of perimeter, and Lucas just starts marching straight in. Ellen Tito. Yeah. What did I say? You said Ellen Lucas take each side, but no, Ellen no, no, Tito. right? Oh. Ellen Tito. Um, what I kind of liked was they're in there, and then they hear the shots. But then you kind of go you back, go back in, time in time a couple time. minutes. Yeah. yeah. And then it sets that up and then you hear the shots. I, yeah. I like that little part of it. That was a wild imagination. Wildly creative <laughs> wildly colorful. imagination. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I know you cool listen to the intro still. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to have some of them, I guess, or some, a little bit of one. 
a little. That's nice. He gives you shout shout outs now in the intro. Your so. intro, what I liked most about your intro this time, you didn't say merch. You said merchandise. Did I? You know, Look I at me. Like All cosmopolitan. It's merch overdone mm-hmm. now. You're one of our fellow sophisticates. I am. Um, um, so something that I really liked was how, okay, Lucas, I think I was saying he's unflappable. Yeah. When Michael, the archangel shows up, I feel yeah. like Lucas is a little starstruck. I feel like he's a little like, wow. He I'm was like, scared a little bit, intimidated. Right? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I just liked that shift because right now, like before that moment, he's the most powerful being on the scene. Now, and then Michael yes. shows up and he's, he's kind of like, he's not like coming in with this booming voice he's just there he's talking oh. to him but lucas is like holy crap it's michael you know i, like <laughs> I kind of correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like when michael first showed up lucas didn't know who it was and he was gonna almost like yeah he did thought he was gonna have a fight with this guy mm-hmm. then oh. he realized oh just relax lucas i'm, I'm here to help <laughs> yeah yeah, because well, he michael first... had to he had to do kind of a display of power for a second because it was and Lucas like took like a. I think well, Lucas was, like, was just. In a, I mean, he's in a groove, man. I mean, yeah. he's he's racking people. Yeah, burning people. And who expects Burn. to see an angel, right? I know. Right. That was, that was cool. kind of cool. And he pulled his sword out of his scabbard. <laughs> I like that scabbard. <laughs> Why do you keep saying sword? It's so weird. <laughs> When you said that, that, I thought, Lord, preserve us. <laughs> it's Todd's were you, world. Were you like, is that how you, is that how you were like, you heard it growing up? Lord? I, I wonder if Michael was ever on the raised dais with you a know sword. What? You know when I started saying sword? With, I wonder oh, if he had any vibrato. With his shield emblazoned with a cross. <laughs> there was. Everybody there was else a, is not going to have any idea why this is funny to us. But There was a Saturday Night it. Live skit or whatever they do sketch. on uh yeah. sketch on jeopardy and, and will ferrell was playing alex trebek and they had <laughs> the the dude i can't remember his name but he he played like bill clinton he played a couple guys daryl hannah maybe i can't remember his name and he was playing sean connery and yeah. it was yes yes i remember that one. it was really s words and he kept saying yeah swords sword <laughs> i have swords for 700 and i loved it so much i changed the way i say i love swords. it okay so it's an it's now, a todd's got himself cracked right up right now it's a tribute it's a tribute <laughs> no, it's to that, snl it's back when snl Connery. used to be good yeah, yeah even, that was that even was the good. end of it there but yeah but it was, was good. funny there was good. still funny stuff SNL kind of went downhill when after Chris Farley and Dana Carvey were done or Dana, who was that? I, Dana I Carvey. Right. And then Dana Carvey is a long time. David ago. Spade. Oh, David Spade. Yeah. He was a long time like, ago too. Right. So was Chris Farley, but the van mm-hmm. down by the river and when mm-hmm. he's pulling his pants up. Oh man, that guy was wildly. Well, that was Adam Sandler too. <laughs> that was Adam Sandler, David Spade. And that was a really good. Yeah. Time. Dana Carvey right was right. already gone. I think by then. Probably. Maybe he might have been. I used to confuse him and David. I just saw a clip of him and David Spade on in the same room talking. Oh, and I was like, oh my gosh. Say it ain't so. <laughs> I They're thought like, you were the same person. <laughs> I, I know. I was like, wait a minute. I she thought like, it was a split like screen. Like, <laughs> uh. that was just funny. So, so yeah. So uh, he calls so the down angel. the, the hurricane. Calls down a storm. There's called down the thunder, and now you've got it. And people tried to escape, and nope, he 
through the door closed with a burning tree up against it from lightning. That was kind of cool. The storm actually worked in their favor mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it made all the guys huddle together in that area and it covered because it said you couldn't tell the difference at one point between the gunshots and the thunder. So that was good. Because right. a couple times, me thinking tactically, I thought very far fetched to think that they could take all these people. You know, I think I think mm-hmm. these guys were all nerved but, up by the storm. Oh, yeah. And the they're probably seeking shelter. They're more worried about the storm than somebody attacking at that point. But then I also got to thinking scary i know um like was there a chance with god fighting on their side that they could have bumbled it out like a bunch of fools was there any chance they were not gonna win and get and get injured you know so really supernatural help exactly that's the thing i'm thinking like they could have had some training and stuff and been experienced with guns and weapons like tito but when god's on your side doesn't really matter anyway yeah, most He's people like, can name a 12 gauge. Yeah. I, I <laughs> found it curious though that they're using slugs. I probably might have went with the buckshot just to injure people easier. But who can knows? you describe the difference between that? Because I didn't realize there were choices. Sorry. <laughs> really? Just, you know. so well, the other I mean, I know I know what buckshot is, but what's a slug? A slug is just a large one single projectile. Like Out of a, a shotgun? Yeah. Yeah, I've never like even you can really get like that. bird shot, like you yep. know, you got your six, eight shot whatever and that's smaller pellets mm-hmm. and then buckshot you can get like double lot and triple lot you get nine or 12 or 15 bullets they're bigger and then a slug is just a single you get rifled or a smoothbore slug a sabot so it just blows one big hole basically oh yeah that gotcha. would be what you'd shoot a deer with what i grow up with we'd use slugs oh okay gotcha I mean, tell me this before we get all back into the, you know, the way it went, it was great, but what did it, what did it tell you for like, once this hit, what did you like, what did it tell you for the future of this story? You know what I mean? Did did it change at all? Kind of, did it change at all? What your expectations were? You know what I mean? Cause it's, it's not been exactly like this leading up to it. No, it bit of, has a bit of a turn, right? A bit of more violence and action, but he, they've referred to the violence before. Was it Jesus or was it the person under the tree that was talking to Lucas in his dream said there'd be violence too? Both of them, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you knew that was coming, but this one was quite a bit. And you know what really made me think and what colored my perception of what was coming is when Michael said it has begun. Then it's like, yeah, it's on like Donkey Kong. This is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it was a bloodbath, but I thought that was really fitting, actually. Not only, like I said earlier, the choice of the crime that was being attacked here, like that was huge, but mm-hmm. also just the magnitude of it. It wasn't like, it wasn't like just Ray Top with a truck full of felonies. It was like, waited till everyone got together and it's everyone who's in on it. It's super twisted with a priest and a twice, oh. you know, biannual bloodlust. Like, all of that. Like it was just it, the magnitude of it. I, I like that it was so huge. We we aren't like building up to what they're gonna do. It was like boom. They're gonna confront evil. Mm-hmm. What a way to go. They're gonna bring yeah. justice. Oh, okay, we need a break. Okay. We better go. Let's take a break. Okay. We're, we're, we're back. 
and we were talking about what just how the, what was your general feeling of this episode as a capstone to the whole season and what it portends going forward? I mean, we've got more to talk about as far as the some of the particulars a little bit, but first you got to tell me what portends means. <laughs> like, Here, kind can of, you tell them what portends means? Portends kind of means predicts for the future, right? Like, uh, what the future holds, kind of portends, right? Yes. Am I am I giving the the correct impression yeah i figured it was something like that see you using your context clues yeah i need my sunglasses on to look that cool i feel like chumley from pawn stars <laughs> no wait chumley no the worst the worst so when we dipped out for the break i apologize my bladder was at maximum capacity um, it was a few breaks ago. So <laughs> we talked about Michael coming up and yeah, Alan Tito. They went around. Tito, did, Tito did finishes it, like nine to pick nine guys and hunkers down. And then he hears did, L. He did that make sense? Well, it did. But man, uh, Tito's a stone cold killer because those guys he's killing to probably have some training. Yeah. So, yeah, it's taking him by surprise is one thing. But man. And they're all nerved up. I mean, the th- everything, the storm is just super heavy rain. So he probably got pretty doggone close to him. Yeah. And then yeah. just sits back behind the uh, concrete retaining wall and lets him shoot for a while. And then El yeah, comes in cool. and said, glad I could get those last five for you or whatever. Four <laughs> or three, something like that. That was interesting. Um, what Was Bell, or not Bell, L was L a little more badass than you? Maybe we're thinking. I think they all were. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. No. Mm-mm. Everyone. Yeah. Every, they didn't talk. They didn't know what they were going into. They didn't know the floor plan or anything. And they were just like, yeah. You know, and then wins the, at every corner, which I was fine with, but it right. was, yeah, it was surprising that there wasn't, there was never an all is lost moment. Um, I think the closest thing to an all is lost moment was just knowing that those kids were in there and watching Sarah get done up and all that, that was like the closest thing. But the rest of the time you were like, it was just, it, it was just winning. And I was totally fine with it just because of the nature of this. All we do is win, win, All win. we do is win. <laughs> it was like, let, again, let's go. I just loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, we and why we not? We weren't running into snags or anything. It was just blowing You've got God everyone on your apart. side and, and God's going to bring some justice. Beautiful. And we get yeah. to watch it, and it's fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was interesting, that's for sure. That doesn't mean they won't run into things in the future that, that are setbacks. Yeah, but, we'll see what the author has for us. But I think that was cool in this case, setting it up. Like you're saying, how did this set up the rest of the, the story? And I think that was cool that there wasn't this like, okay, we're getting toyed with. Are we maybe going to lose someone we care about? It's like, no, it's just showing their strength showing the strength of the witness's mission and he's and got that, yeah it's great that idiot tyler lied to him about how many were out there yeah did he <laughs> i meant to ask that's that. why they should have went back and put him down too i don't think so i think that the 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 severity of the storm drew him out by and large why would you go outside during a storm that makes no sense author well it, if if it draws them all to the outside doors 
And then if people outside, they start hearing shots and there's everything else, then it just creates mass confusion. And there's just this, they, they, they're completely nerved up already and off their, off their rocket. Oh, yeah. Now, normally maybe somebody, the, the assaulting group would be too, but in this case, because Lucas called down the weather from heaven, everybody, you know what I mean? They, they don't. What are, what are Tito and L going to be afraid that a branch is going to fall on them? No, they know what's going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that kind of gives them such a big element, uh, such an advantage in the situation. Does that make some sense from a tactical yeah. standpoint? They were reaping the whirlwind. Reap it. <laughs> little young guns throwback for you there. Yeah, it made sense. I mean, like I said, they probably weren't able to do it regardless with God on their side, but Mm -hmm. The storm definitely threw them into a chaotic state and assisted them and their cover because you're not going to hear them moving. Everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It basically is this giant cover kind of for them, really. And they could just go through and just start banging. And that's what they did. Yeah. They they waste everybody, basically. And then they go inside, right? Yeah. What That high priest was a sickening son of a gun, wasn't he? All of Filthy. that, that, that with the setup. greatest of ease was the best line ever. <laughs> it's it like through the air with the, the air. greatest of ease. <laughs> okay, sometimes Will, you just gotta have fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will you get like the same? Like, do you get the same heebie-jeebies over the whole like all the the satanic stuff and the the dead animals everywhere and the do, like? Do you have the same reaction to that? That I, I don't know. I don't. It doesn't seem to hit me like things with kids that does because I don't know. It just seems so empty to me. Like if they're doing that, whatever. But I guess if it goes hand in hand, it should affect me the same way. But I don't think it does. I see okay, that stuff so and I'm like, just idiots. the kids stuff. It's not the other stuff that creeps you out. Well, it should be. I mean, that should creep me out, right? Satanic I, worship, demonic stuff should give me the heebie-jeebies just like that. But yeah, I just wondered. Like, well, I just think that maybe that's okay. Maybe because the other things are are the kind of workup or the the prelude, the prelude to prelude. the real depravity, and and it's the real depravity yeah. that sickens you. The the other stuff might sicken you from the standpoint that it's a prelude and you know where it's leading, but. Um, but the real depravity is is down there when they're doing it to other humans or kids. Or the whatever. way that stuff is manifest with humans, yes. Yeah. The suffering, the torture. And the kids abuse. especially. I think that's a thing. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, that stuff that you're describing as a prelude happens like in all kinds of contexts. It can be yeah. that can be that setting and those elements can be the prelude to all kinds of things. And it just all just makes it just makes me all like, yeah, like it gives me a big, a big spiritual ick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I think yeah. that's the goal. Yeah. Of the wildly talented author. So- yes. Well, <laughs> well, bravo to the author, wherever he is. I hope he hears this someday. And, you know, so <laughs> he's um, very reclusive. <laughs> there was a tornado and then Lucas blocked the door with the tree getting hit by lightning. It was burning. And then, Tito and L waste those last guys by that entrance and they go right inside. And then it does it skip to the high priest. I can't remember what it does there. Well, and they enter 
and Lucas is coming in the front. He he's, he hears shotgun blasts. So Tino and L have gotten into the room before Lucas gets mm-hmm. there. Obviously, you know, oh, another sick part was they wore their like black robes with nothing under them because they didn't yeah. want to hinder them. Aww. Those sick, they're sick bastards. Yeah. I mean, I'm like that. I is know just, what you wanted to say there. That's like what's in our head? Like I wanted to filter it and not say yeah. bastards, but I had to because they're sick bastards. I know. No, I just, thought you were thinking something uh, worse. I was thinking something worse. Sobs or you know, just man, it just goes to show how they plan this stuff out. Mm-hmm. It's not like they get caught up in the moment. They're planning every step of it because they want it so bad. They're I nasty. guess as they're looking forward. They to want to fulfill the lust of the flesh and evil. Six and months. They're, yeah. It's like their oh, Christmas. Yeah. They're, they're just, um, I noticed no too, holds so. barred. Just everything's Ugh. acceptable for them. Like mm-hmm. they I think it said somewhere there, they're going to be some sexually and then physically also. And just yeah. like torture, torture them and stuff. And yeah. any of the kids that make it through the night, they're just going to dispose of and bury out in an unmarked. Oh, yeah, gosh. that's and why some there of was, them were babies. I mean, it's a, all oh, bad. Yeah. It's You'd be all surprised. bad, but you're like babies. There is a whole just, market for like even. infantile and toddler porn and stuff. You'd be surprised the amount of people that are involved in that Those, and yeah. child pornographies. It's oh, it yeah. really well, gets me fired exactly. up. It's sick. Yeah. But that's why that stuff's so disgusting to me. I did not have one ounce of remorse for anybody that got fried or shot. I was right? like, mm. well, I actually, think a little bit of joy. Right. That's why I think this is the perfect Probably first. The same big way Sarah moment. felt when Ray right? Top was burning. They watched him writhe on the ground and everything. Oh, man. And that not one scene. ounce of remorse. But we don't need to skip ahead first. Why was the high priest flying? I forgot. Well, I think he just was so he jumped. Yeah, I think what, what I pictured was that scream was that he was possessed by that yeah. demon goddess. It it sounded like it was a little more than just him being upset, but yeah. And so right. that's why he flew is that he's possessed at that point. Well, oh, I thought Ugh. he was a demon high priest anyway. I didn't picture him as a person, mm-hmm. but he's no, a he's person. a person. But I picture Michael kind of vanquishing this goddess and whatever was left of her possessing this guy and him flying toward trying to attack Lucas. Okay. With the greatest of ease. Yeah. Cause Lucas says, doesn't he say, bring me the children. And that's when yes. the priest is like, yes, that's the first after. thing. Cause he did yeah. not want that joy taken from him. The pleasure. Right. Ew. Ugh, gross. And that was gross. all Lucas was after. He was never. And the pentagram, they had a queen size bed at the end of each point. King size, king size, yeah. I mean, you know, I keep forgetting room to move. Little and I pictured like shackles and chains on the beds and stuff. And I'm like, uh, there, you can't get much sicker than this stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh. it's pretty good thing bad. it's fiction, right? Right. All right. So don't don't you uh, think this kind I'm of thing afraid, goes on out there? I'm afraid yeah, to I'm ask. Sure it does. I'm afraid to ask where you got some of this like imagery. You just. Piecing out of his together, own evil little mind. I was gonna say, are you piecing together stuff that, like, you know, you've read, seen? Yeah, um, I'm sure. Heard, okay, yeah, yeah. The what scene? Just the whole thing, like those elements that you're describing, the super probably, gross stuff. Yeah, like, just wondered if just... he's seen stuff. You know, you hear of things and news yeah, you stories. Pick, you and... pick a few things up, and then you let your imagination go, and you think, okay when you're standing there watching it and this yeah. is kind of well I, I would think you let your imagination go like and just how nasty it could be and then you take it a little further 
really that's how nasty it is well i i don't know it is weird for me because it is like when i'm writing i'm it's like i'm watching it so Mm -hmm. um i can't really take take credit for the whole thing it's like i saw it and that's what i saw you ever get done (laughs) where what i saw came from i don't know but and i'm sure it's picked up from a million different sources and things and that you read and you do the you know what i mean and whatever and but all i know is that's what i saw and it do you ever get done writing something like this and feel dirty? Like, I don't, I don't want to go to an extreme, but to think like when you're done writing something like this, you feel like you got to pray about it or you just need God to lighten your spirit or no, that's a good way. Of putting you don't it. get far enough into it where you're like, when you're done, it's like heavy. And you're like, I feel gross. Oh, okay. Okay. Short it doesn't like, it doesn't sink in is kind of what you're. I, you you know, I know is fiction. this this when I get into a finale like this, like this mm-hmm. was intense writing for yeah. that's what for I'm saying four days or whatever. And when I was done, this well, this was when I I ran down to Lansing and met you and gave it to you. It was like same day, mm-hmm. remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, like wow. I'm so excited and I can tell that I'm into something really good. And I just, mm-hmm. from a writing standpoint, you just love it. And like, I just love the sailing and suction line. It's such a good line. You did and love that. So, and some of those things. And then once you're done writing the Sarah, like little part, I'm like, God, that's so good. But I mean, yeah. I'm thinking the whole time Lucas is on mission. Of course, he's going to save him and never doubt him you know what i mean like right yeah, i don't yeah, think yeah. lucas tito or l ever doubted at that point they were going to save him there wasn't there wasn't really room for that kind of thing it was a little different it was like a it was, it was like a, a righteous crusade yeah you it was know? spiritual yeah how many times did lucas say burn somebody outside got burned right two people yeah so two people outside and then the high priest he said burn too is yeah. priest and um and then he and Ray lit the doors up oh yeah ray top that's right that final and, um, um, well, and you could tell when he's gathering. You said Carrie or Carrie, didn't you have some experience with when Al g- runs to the kids? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. Should I tell? Should I tell? Yes, absolutely. So I was at this little diner type restaurant w- waiting for takeout to be brought. I ordered at the counter. I'm sitting there and I'm reading, and it's pouring rain outside, <laughs> and I'm reading this episode, the finale, and it's that scene. And the guy set the food down in front of me and I jumped. (laughs) First of all, I jumped and then I couldn't stop. And it's pouring rain. So I'm like, I'm going to keep reading. And Elle with the kids, with Sarah, and they're out there crying and she's wrapping her arms around them. Yeah, I'm sitting there crying with my milkshake (laughs) in the restaurant. I was like, (laughs) ridiculous. So this is the second time that Todd's fiction has um, brought tears to me. When was the other one? Um, the other one was, I think it was when, when Trump died. No, it was, uh, <laughs> I think was it, it was witness or insurrection. I think I was thinking it was a long time ago, but I think it was witness when I think when L was describing losing her parents. Oh yeah. I think that's when it was. Okay. Um, anyway, but it, yeah, that it was seemed a little harsh. If you look at part? it, well, when Lucas says you're going to die this way you're going to burn and you're going to stay alive and you're going to it's going to be a slow painful death that didn't bother me either i mean i you know because he's basically giving them a short little version of hell (laughs) they're they're suffering for everything they've done yeah and they're going to burn slowly and be tortured and you know he left the one door open so they could get out um 
But L running the kids was nice. You see her heart and all that stuff, but she's still, I don't know how, what, what level she still gets it. You know what I'm saying? But she's coming around. But she has a big heart. Well, it's not sure if I'll save you. No, not that. I'm just saying to know the gravity of everything that's that it is, you know, and to know how supernatural it is. She's got to know it, but yet it's probably a process of just uh, going through the stuff in your mind and thinking, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, can you believe it? But I like, so they're all burning. They take the kids out, the door shuts behind them, burst into flames. I like how they're loading up the kids. Yeah. I love it. And when and Tito supplies. grabs that little lamb and puts it on a 10-year-old's lap next to him in the truck, and I'm like, just imagine how happy, because those kids had to know kind of what was going on. Right. Just think how happy they are. They're finally yeah, they've been riding safe. in the back of a truck with duct tape over their mouths, yeah. and they're chained up. Yeah, they, they know, like, this is the end. Just like when Sarah leaned her head on his back and yeah. smiled and thought, that's the first oh. time she smiled in a while and felt safe. So all the darkness and all this torture and nastiness and sin and exploitation of children, uh, the end is good. It's it's really good. It's happy. They don't they don't lose a single one. And those kids, I don't know. I probably am a little tainted because they go to this home that specializes in exploited children or trafficked children and stuff like that. Right. And I thought, how good is that thing really? Those nonprofits. Oh. In Todd's world, it's, it's perfect. Better. They're going it's to way, be. <laughs> it is way, way better. You're better right. than Raytop. That's what right. I like. It is. <laughs> way better than Raytop and the high so However bad it is, however corrupt the bureaucracy yeah. is, it ain't Raytop. Carrie, were not, you a little surprised? It's not surprised? the temple. <laughs> right. It's were you a little surprised, temple. Carrie, when they're making their getaway and they put a kid on the back of a motorcycle? <laughs> I was oh. like, really? <laughs> they couldn't. They tried to do it all safely in the truck and all this. And yeah. One so, kid on the back of a motorcycle. I was like, well, they had him in the bed of the truck. They had like, what, the, what was yeah. there? 13 kids to deal with or something? Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, I didn't really think of it. And and I I missed how old Sarah is. How old is she? 16. Okay. So 16. She's by far so, the oldest. Right. Oh, gosh. Um. Oh, yeah. You said the rest of them were under 10. Mm-hmm. So um, 10 or but, under. Yeah. So, yeah. So I didn't really think about how it was weird for her to be on the motorcycle. I just, I just thought it was sweet that she was with Lucas. Cause she was like the head of this and they're all going to be put in this, you know, facility, this uh, organization's going to yeah. find their, find their families except for her. And I thought, Nope, she's joining them. You said she's joining the dreamers. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. So she's going to, play a part there that was a neat way for them to acquire another character i think so too i'm excited yeah. to see because i almost feel like you're going to get to see lucas almost in a in a more actively grandfather role with a teenager than you oh, got you know what i mean because cool. he missed it all with l oh that's really cool and it's it great might be kind of cool if that uh never thought of that if that turns up with sarah that's really neat um, I okay. just love the Sarah, the way that ends, because I love the way it ends with Raytop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like it just comes full circle. Yeah. I liked his uh, mentally challenged thought process. He runs out of gas, right? Or is it just quit? <laughs> it just broke down. Transmission. Right? Oh, he, is that what he was? knew? Okay. He's just an old, rusty, dirty piece of crap box truck. And he. Sorry, bird just flew to my window. 
Redheaded oh, warbler. Yeah, it was not. It might be redheaded now. <laughs> oh, um, no. But, uh, little feathers stuck to the window. I always get sad when little, little feathers stuck to the window. Yeah. You're like, oh. Yeah. The little so bird that could. His thought process of he he doesn't want to go walk in. He's going to wait for the morning and this record driver he knows he can trust and all this stuff. But he's still feeling pretty safe at that point. Yeah. But as soon as he hears that motorcycle engine, he knows. He's like, it's all back there. From that point on, I love how he feels because he's scared at that point. That's why he's like out a, there he's crouching, behind crouching it. there, ready to, right, ready to shoot, and he's shaking. I love it. You know what was even <laughs> the best about that is? What? Lucas, I'm sure, knows he's standing back there waiting to shoot at him. Mm-hmm. And they leave the headlight of the motorcycle on, and they walk out and stand in front of it like, here we are. <laughs> but he's so freaked out, he can't even come close to him with a shot. So yeah, it was almost like taunting. I'm like, you're it's inevitable your fate that's coming to you no matter what mm-hmm. you do. I like that. Totally. Also, that headlight scene is is very symbolic of Lucas's this entire thing, like God's behind you, God's entering the world. You oh, know what nice. I mean? And you're like this silhouette thing. Is mm. what I'm guessing. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, who knows what the author really meant, but <laughs> The headlight is a symbol. So um, what'd you think of the supplies being there? I, this is a small point based on the Oh yeah, I forgot compared about to these big things we're talking about, but I thought that was really cool. What were was even cooler than truck? it being there was the way they smile at each other. Like, like this yeah. is just what happens. <laughs> this is what God does. Like That's you're like, they're no, thinking. Big, no big deal. We have everything yeah. we need right here. No big deal. Like, like God doesn't forget about the small stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you could pray for the small stuff. He thinks of everything you need. And Jesus told Lucas, just, just do this. Like everything, the tools will be there. And it's like, every time he's turned around, there's been whatever he's needed has been right there. It's weird that Jesus is a man of his word. Shocking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Super cool ending. So I thought it was interesting that his hand that he's shooting with burst into flame. And then he's trying to roll around the ground and put it out and smother it and everything. But really, it's inevitable. You know, his whole body is going to be inflamed. There's a given at that point. Yeah. He's just toying with him a little bit. I did enjoy how long it took him. Right. It like picture. I could picture my mind <laughs> rolling around the ground and screaming and the agony that he goes through for that 30, 45, 60 seconds or whatever it is. But old girl there, Sarah never looks away. She just watches it. And Yeah. Don't you feel like it would take longer than a minute? It depends on how much flame, because your lungs are going to burn out. I'm not talking about dying. I'm talking about watching somebody bubble until they turn black. I feel like that's that's a that you're standing there a bit. Well, I, I that could be, but I think we're dealing with supernatural fire, Todd, that burns oh, hotter. Yeah. Well, that's my thoughts. Hotter. Was yeah, my thought was he's that's burning fair. with a righteous fire and it's consuming him. And I thought fairly quickly. Okay. It's not like fair. he's on a barbecue cooking, you know, where it takes 12 right. hours and you got to rotate <laughs> him on a spit. The picture of the hot dogs. He's suffering for Roast a minute or so. And then it's just all of a sudden, because there's nothing, there's no fuel there. It's just God's fire yeah. on him. And That's it's going to consume him like the altar. Elijah yeah, so maybe up the maybe water. within five minutes, he's turning black. I would, yeah, I wouldn't even say that long. I was thinking once he's dead and quits rolling around, it's like an incinerator. See, I wasn't. I was picturing Sarah standing there for a while. Well, I kind of probably enjoying had the mind of the author figured the out a little bit. Bubbling, enjoying, 
enjoying just enjoying well, it. she could do that in 30 seconds or a minute i don't know it's not I quite think as... you're getting justice you filthy animal you talk about sarah yeah i don't think sarah was enjoying it i think I she do. was i think she well i think she enjoyed she was experiencing it she was i mean she was traumatized so she was i'm trying to find where where it well, because you said she for, was Karen? watching this guy's it. buying kids when from she's people watched, and also kidnapping yeah. himself but her reaction is more of like a um emotionless she's mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying she didn't enjoy it yeah you're right not level. joy she wasn't joyful about it but she, she was, was just, invested yep she was and paying attention taking it all in and thinking don't you like this ray knew better than to plead he recognized another monster when he met one it's a good line yeah because he, he said ray tops a monster i'm a monster uh-huh. <laughs> yeah but that's yeah. saying that lucas is a monster yeah, he is a good monster. I mean, it seems like it, right? Mm-hmm. He's the BFG. Uh, here's what you're looking for, Carrie. Raytop's <laughs> time had come to an end. When his entire body burst into flames on the side of the road, Raytop began to scream. Lucas watched the man ride the burn on the ground for a minute before he turned back to Sarah. Sarah watched her abductor burn and scream into the night with no trace of fear or pity. Her eyes were hard as stone, and she watched Raytop burn until the screaming and the writhing finally stopped, and the body that had housed a monster slowly melted and turned black. Mm. Yeah, nowhere does it say joy, but she was okay with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It would still be a traumatic experience to watch. Yeah. But after what you've been through, I get it. Did you just whisper something to our audience? I am so sorry. I was thinking out loud. <laughs> what was that that came out of you there? No, that 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 was. <laughs> but that's I think reacting that, to my environment. <laughs> that's okay. where that second. That's where that final line comes in, where yeah. she's they mount the motorcycle and she wraps her arms around the man who rescued her and they took off into the night, riding through the darkness. She lays her cheek down on his back. Sarah's blonde hair trailed behind her in the wind. Which is very reminiscent of L. And yeah, but why is every girl blonde? I'm tired. She of this. leaned her head onto Lucas's back. Wait, yes. Sarah blonde? Yeah, hugged him close. I want a brunette. First time, need some brunettes, Todd. He's trying so hard to read this. As she could remember, <laughs> Sarah found she was smiling. That's where you get that she took some joy in it. Well, I think no. She that's when she's riding away. She's safe. smiling because she was safe. Yeah, she's like Say, everything's okay now. But there might be more behind. It might be more behind that smile. No, there was well, not. No, here's the thing. She's not. I mean, she's like I say again. She's glad that Ray Top's gone, and she's fine with that. She's, I'm sure, really happy about it on some level. But Bye, her smiling and all of that is all about. She's now on this motorcycle with the, her hero. This guy saved she's her. Been saved. He burned. Yeah, he burned every. Exactly. He's. He's her savior, and she's and that's why she's safe and happy. And she's like, yeah. I'm in good hands. Finally, she had some peace over her soul and she was safe. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We got I can tell you, I can tell you when good. I had the lens focused in mm-hmm. and I saw Sarah smile, there's something in that smile. I don't know what it was, but it was more than what you're mm-hmm. talking about. And I thought that's a complex chick right there. I don't okay. know what's going that. on. You I don't can know. think that, but we that's all I thought. Better. I haven't gotten any further because I haven't written season two, but I just thought, man, there's something to that girl. Well, I don't and, know what. That's what I thought. I don't know what. That. 
I mean, Todd, we are all feeling that so strongly. We're like, you know, yes, like Ray Top, sorry. And we're glad yeah. that you're burning on the curb. Like we're glad about it. So probably just so did she have some feeling. righteous anger and joy? Is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. And because I away. also we also I I don't I'll freely say I don't know either what happened to her that caused her to go running in the middle of the night. No, and I think we it'll really be interesting need to, to know. describe that. To, or it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to discover that. Mm-hmm. We picked up more people instead of losing any. Like you said earlier, Carrie, we don't know if we're going to lose somebody in this operation. Right. We picked up people. Yeah. At just, least one. Just her, right? Like at this point, basically. Yeah. No, I feel like and, and the Tyler lamp. might be salvageable. Oh, yeah. Tyler might show up. Yeah. He's an idiot. He Lucas is. Did, but... Lucas didn't make it sound like he expected to see Tyler again. Yeah. I kind of felt like there was a little bit of that. Like they'd see each other again. Oh, you did? Like, see, Tyler's I didn't think gonna, so. Tyler's going to go drink himself to, to death at a strip club. <laughs> There's no strip clubs in the UP, but yeah. There aren't? You might have to go to Wisconsin or the nice. It's not enough Kenosha. people in the UP. Kenosha or Minneapolis or Madison. But he's going to be damaged after that. A little bit. So, Carrie, overall, you enjoyed because uh, I remember asking you, I asked you last week, I said, mm-hmm. what? Um, so if you had to choose, which finale did you like better, Insurrection oh. or Witness? And your answer was? Witness, because, sorry, a bunch of bunch of pedos getting destroyed like you just you can't beat it you it's said like i'll take burning value. pedophiles every time you can't, yeah. <laughs> yeah really is that what i said exactly um, i'm having trouble remembering the yeah i well, feel like, like, witness like a missile also because like a launch insurrection yeah. you're still conflicted about the loss of innocent life and stuff i think mm-hmm. it makes it more difficult to stand up and cheer and be like yeah get them you want to, but yet you're thinking about collateral damage. Yeah, this that's one, true. true. Only the evil are being punished and yeah. put down. That's why it's like, it's a no-brainer. You sick, filthy animals. You guys can all burn in hell. Right. Wrong to say. No. Not hmm. in Todd's world. Lucas no. is, but Lucas yeah, is we're very, in Todd's world. Lucas is very focused or has been to this point. What, now, what do you see? Do you got any guesses going forward on a, what did this by by adding we've had the whole season now and so by having the whole season and then we had this this kind of massive i feel like wild kind of turn a little bit in, into the story what where do you think where do you think that that puts us heading with lucas and l in the fu- in their future well they're definitely moving though because that's what he said to michael it's that's begun right. and he said we're we're leaving now yeah. like they finished what we had to do here they're heading south i would assume yeah that's right. They said we so, have one thing to do before we go. I feel like it's going to be a series of reckonings. It's not revenge thereafter. It's a reckoning. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. probably true. And they're going to go from one to the next, um, conquering evil and or turning hearts towards God. Yeah. And you know what? Both almost seem equally good to me. And I know that's yeah. wrong because <laughs> turning hearts to God should oh. be so much better. But also putting down. Now I feel. Now I feel bad. But you're right. I don't think it should be wrong. I don't think so. I'm okay with it. Now I I feel shallow. (laughs) But yeah, that's pretty cool. And those can happen at the same time, right? Those those things can all be happening simultaneously, which is neat. Like, but did you 
ever think he, he didn't give any of these six sons of guns a chance to be redeemed or to turn. He just put them down. They were too far gone. Mm-hmm. That was my thought. I'm not sure if it's true. Yeah. I mean, if you're naked under a black robe and you've got a mask <laughs> every six and months, and you're gathering on a what? And a dagger. And a dagger. Is that right? Yeah. Remember the, the high priest had a dagger. Had. Oh. Well, no, they all had, they had daggers to abuse oh, the kids right. with later, but Ew. they weren't any got, match for the shotguns. And you've got a, yeah, that's right. And you've got a bed at the point of a pentagram. You know, if you're at that point, um, yeah, I don't You've think given, that, you're giving yourself over. Yeah, I don't think that a conversation with a, a godly witness or with Michael, the archangel, I don't really think you're going to be like, hmm, I need to reconsider my life and my yeah. priorities. <laughs> like the rich man's dream when he said, if I could yeah. just go back and tell my brothers, they'll believe. And he said, mm-hmm. if you or an angel goes and tells them, that's not going to make a difference. They're either going to believe mm-hmm. it or not. Kind of the and same by, thing. Don't you think by bringing Michael in, I mean, that's a whole nother um another oh, hole that's quite a, a tool and a weapon to have there but the, all of a sudden you've got the heavenly host in addition to god i mean this is it, yeah. it's really god re-entering the world and the tip of the spear is lucas i could like i could see in a future episode like michael coming up over a hill with a whole bunch of white horses and an army behind him just ready to kick the crap out of evil <laughs> I don't know. That's awesome. So what what kind of background do you guys have with Michael? I, I thought it was really cool that he's part of the story. The Archangel, like, you mean? Yeah. Like in your religious upbringing, what role did Michael play? Is almost that, none. Almost none. Well, is it we in never Jude? talked about angels. They made us uncomfortable. Is it in okay, Jude? That's why I, I was like, this is really cool that Michael Kinda. the Archangel is part of the story. And Is it in Jude where he said... And the Lord come with 10,000 saints to execute judgment upon all. Yeah. To give to their ungodly that, deeds, which they've ungodly committed. Again. Say that again. Isn't you said you, it really I think, fast. I, now I can't remember. <laughs> it says the Lord cometh with 10,000 saints to execute judgment on, upon all. Okay. Their ungodly need, deeds, which they've ungodly committed, yada, yada, yada. And okay. he says that, and he's come with saints, which would be us, I guess. But also, I picture I was pictured that with like an army of like angels and horses and stuff. Yeah, that's just the way it went in my mind to execute judgment. Mm-hmm. The time for forgiveness is gone. Judgment's coming, and hell's coming. Yeah. With them. So, um, tombstone so, all the way. What? What's your the the answers? We have almost no place at all for Michael. So the prayer of Saint Michael. So I know that my kids when they were going through their religious Saint education. Michael? No, um, no, Michael, the archangel, archangel that they, um, I mean, they do call, they do call him St. Michael, St. Michael, the archangel. I'm not sure why he's called that. They like to put the saint term on a lot of things. Yeah. I know that when, um, they went through their religious education, they would say the prayer, um, together and as the prayer is awesome. Do you want to hear it? Yes. I got a feeling we're going to. Okay. (laughs) It's really, really good. And it's so fitting for this scene. So I was like, this is awesome. I need yes. to they're part of their catechism. Um, no, I think it okay. was just like a practice because it's um imagine like adolescents sitting together and praying this prayer. So it's just it's it's fitting for like the challenges that they're facing. But the Proceed. prayer is um Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. 
be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world for the ruin of souls. Amen. That's good. I like the principle of it, but here the problem I run into with all that stuff yeah. is in the Catholic religion. Yeah. They pray to people other than God sometimes, and it, it I can't handle it. That was good, though. That, that, that was that's good. really good, though, with what you said and everything. No, I, I understand. Rings true. It's, totally it's rings stick, true. It's a sticking point for lots of people, um, and I totally get it, but we just we just view them as intercessors. Right. So the, it's, the principle it's like me it's saying, great. hey, Todd and Will, will you guys please, you know, pray for pray for me, you know, going into this appointment mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just like that. So okay. it's saying, but I think what we do is we kind of have assigned certain missions to, you know, it's Michael's mission. To like he's protect. the butt kicker and protector. So he, and, well, and he is in scripture. Absolutely. He's the one who fought with Satan for Moses body. That was in Jude. I think. Okay. Wasn't it? Or was that Peter? I don't remember. I think it that was in second Peter. Maybe. Well, how much of a fight was that? I don't know. <laughs> But it was also Michael who, when he's coming to see Daniel at the end of Daniel in a vision, and he says he was waylaid for like three months mm-hmm. by the prince of Persia. And then he came, Gabriel came and helped him and he was able to get away. And now he's got to go back and fight. So it sounded, it 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 frequently sounds like in the Bible that it is not, it doesn't, it's definitely a fight between these two forces. You're right. It was Jude, Todd. But Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, disputed yeah. about the body of Moses, okay, durst not true. bring against him a railing accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke thee. That's the King James Version. Durst, durst not, not bring against him mean? a railing accusation. Dare not. Oh, dare not. But he said, durst the Lord durst. rebuke thee. He didn't put his opinion in there. He said, the Lord rebuke <laughs> thee. That's why you got to love the King James. Durst not. <laughs> the translation is Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, <laughs> he stumbled out of the one book not has memorized. <laughs> I love Jude. Jude's one of my favorite books. And is it Second Peter? What mm. Jude is? Yeah, I because I thought I could memorize a whole chapter and a whole book of the Bible because it's one chapter. Oh, and you did. Gotcha. Yeah. I remember cool. quite a bit of it, but a lot of it's gone away. Also, James is one another one of my favorite books. Oh, gosh, James. James is like all legalistic. That's very interesting. Legalistic. James is. is very legalistic. It, it is. There's no doubt. It, it's not legalistic. It just lays down a lot of the laws that they had. I think. Karen but it's Allen. definitely under grace. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with James. I just I'm laughing because. OK, so I'm going to tell you something. Sorry, I'm shifting gears because it just occurred to me. This is by James. So my- peace out <laughs> later. Legalistic. As- <laughs> we got no time for you and your rules. No time for you and your legalism. Let's go pray to Michael. <laughs> no, I'm not praying to Michael. I know. I'm just teasing. Michael. But no. So, you know, the Catholic. You know, the Catholic uh, saints, they are like assigned different things. They're patron saints of particular things. Yeah, you know? like St. Francis of Assisi. Yes, it's like patron saint of all animals, animals and stuff like this. Great example. So Michael is technically in the Catholic Church, even though he's an archangel, is the patron saint of like the military, police. It's basically and all of that. war and protection. Yes. 
Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah, I guess he's cool. a good guy to have he on your good. side. He is good. I was psyched if when you're he fighting up. evil. He's a great guy to have on your side. Exactly. I was like, yes. Th- this- he's like, relax, Lucas. Don't try to burn me up. I'm on your side. This whole <laughs> this whole episode just made me want to have like pom poms on the sideline. You know, just did it make everybody. you excited for the seasons to come? Like, oh, oh this yeah, it's going to be great. Absolutely. Because who? Because who doesn't want to see more of this? You know, more of Lucas and. Michael and everybody, Tito, and just blowing up bad guys. I'm all for it. <laughs> so strange how I listened to the show once real quickly, but it comes back to me when yeah, we're doing the podcast. I recall things. Don't you think it's really visual? It must be spiritual. <laughs> Todd, couldn't, Todd couldn't listen to that with a straight face. With a straight face. It's like there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. it's like carrie didn't say anything and it just comes with i think it's spiritual, spiritual. boom drop the Visual. mic now away. were you being sincere or sarcastic absolutely sincere oh nice there you go we'll have to share that with the author you should yeah that will the fan pray of the to saint of, todd a fan of the saint book of james world. oh now don't get all blasphemous here <laughs> we were on a roll he's the saint of all <laughs> weed smoking authors <laughs> and there's a lot of them folks ding, 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 ding. who would ever think that who would ever think that? why ike whatever do you mean i am so excited <laughs> about the next season because i see yeah i see it as kind of a back and forth where yeah, you know, you've got this whole kind of cluster, this caravan, like like Jim saw in his dream, the plane, Just yeah, going yep. to different places That's and cool. camping out, and who knows what might happen in those places? Like, it'll be some combination of like ministering to people and effing people up. Yeah, and <laughs> you I was, know what I mean. I find myself wondering, or found myself wondering, shall I say, um. Are they ever going to get out of the United States? Because they could end up in a different country because there's Christians and evil and people that can be redeemed all over this globe. Yeah. Don't be too narrow minded about the United States. But, well, in Todd's world, all we care about is the United States of America. That's what I wanted to know. There's nothing else out there. Okay. (laughs) If this crew, maybe Canada. (laughs) No, No, not Canada. definitely not Canada. mexico i'm just kidding no i'm lucas kidding. I'm might kidding. lucas Cuba? might be lucas might be immune to the air quality issues in canada right now though yeah. yeah i think that todd's world is um yeah i think he's just gonna it's gonna require a lot of research if it's going outside of yeah then we probably the won't United States. <laughs> this is just the lens he's maybe only- there's other witnesses in other countries we don't know well, and then they could speak in tongues so other people could understand them in a different language. There you Ooh, go. That'd be cool. Yeah. You know, in a movie, in a movie adaptation of this, there could be this montage of like this happening in other parts of the world. Yeah. Like hellfire and brimstone coming down from heaven. Yeah. And like you said, that speaking tongues, like everybody understanding and I like it. If we're seeing large scale destruction and judgment, I feel like we should see some large scale redemptions people coming to us why robbie heiner tent crusades and stuff well maybe but i mean crusades revival tents to some to some extent anything large scale like that kind of defies 
at least the spirit of what we see in Revelation. And I'm not saying it's well, literal. Now anything, we're going by some biblical stuff. No, now? I'm just saying okay. that the the spirit of it is because there's a trickling rapture, shall we call it? <laughs> I mean, think we think we really thrown the literal thing of <laughs> Revelation out the stinking window. But I'm just saying, like the the spirit of it, the the the, the broad themes are not that it's that that the apocalypse of Christ is the um recall is struggling <laughs> smoke another one i thought is his screen frozen nope he's just looking up at the ceiling trying to remember a word i thought i was muted for that and i was yeah not. I no, it didn't freeze he was like this <laughs> I, he was thinking i don't know if i can get that thought back on track no you're back. done buddy you're done It'll come Smoke back tomorrow one. and you can edit it in no just leave it <laughs> that's pure unadulterated us you know you're what we've come a long way we've come a long way um, we have we're going through a lot and we're I feel like we're getting better at this, but yeah, we, we got a long way to go. I wanted to, uh, if we're wrapping this up a little bit, I wanted to, uh, oh, good grief. Now we're just going to have five minutes of laughing okay. at it. I love it. We're back. Um, I wanted to, uh, we never found that word say, let that word go that okay. in my group text, I got a group text chat group or whatever with, uh, Troy, big fan, Jimmy J, Jeremy. Thanks, guys. And um, with the, some of the stuff going on nowadays and politics and everything, and um, he sent me that link that, uh, oh, Gretchen's trying to make it illegal to use the wrong pronoun for somebody, maybe a felony. Yeah. And Troy just said, with the way things are going in our country, I'm going to paraphrase, because every time I try to say what Troy said, he later texts me and says, you're an idiot. That's not what I said. basically he implied that he needs insurrection back that's the only thing that's going to give him peace he he said bring on the next season of insurrection he needs it with the way things are going that's his release it's like exciting yeah so that's that's what starting in a few weeks yeah three weeks off and then insurrection okay is it ready to roll yeah mostly yeah (laughs) it will be ready to roll here I want to look here at the calendar. When are when is that, Todd? It's like you the last week of July, I think. I th- maybe we should put it off another couple of weeks. Troy won't mind. <laughs> I think Troy might mind. Troy's nice. gonna Troy's and gonna we, start breaking stuff right yeah. now. The problem is that this. because we started this in February, not January, we've got a little bit of a condensed schedule. So, and I have added the second season of insurrection is going to be nine episodes instead of eight. Uh, that's not in my contract. First off. <laughs> so we need three weeks off and then the nine weeks of insurrection, then three weeks off and then the final season of witness. And we will finish before the holidays. Ooh. Which holidays Christmas. Yeah. The Christmas holidays. Oh, well, it's goodness. always been nine. Although so we, okay. might, we might, we uh, might stomp right over Thanksgiving. I don't know. I can't remember. I'm gonna. I'm about to renegotiate my contract. Working on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hey, thanks, Troy. I can't wait. I think you're good. I I hope you're gonna love the next season of Insurrection. It's fun. It's. Uh, Is there a way that people can do donations to the podcast? 
for our traveling expenses and stuff like that. And this MacBook I had to pay for to do this podcast. Paid for. You should have a laptop Really, this anyway. thing is costing me money. <laughs> you're learning you're so I much, love so you, you're getting Charles. an education. Those yeah. don't come free. You have to pay for those. Well, and plus the joy that it has been to get to know Carrie is well worth all the money I've spent, right? I know, right? You know, I'm, and I said that tongue in cheek being a little joking, but it has been good to. Get oh, to I thought you were being serious. Now I'm. A- well, <laughs> I was teasing a little bit by saying that, but it has been. It's been great. It's nice to get to know new people and get people in your circle. It's this has been really, really fun. And I evidently I, we've developed some chemistry, my mom would say. My mom hey, Jolene. Say, <laughs> I don't think she listens, but she whatever. should listen. I, you know nah, what? Now she, now she will. If you tell her that she ha- had a mention in the finale, maybe she'll mm, yeah. listen. Maybe. Well, I know I've, I've, loved, this, I've loved this right. so much. And I really want people to spread the word because you like our ad budget is approximately zero dollars we need uh we need people to spread the word about it absolutely we do we need all the help we can get to keep doing this i can't put on much longer it has surprised me how difficult it is to kind of get into the mainstream but i think it's Mm -hmm. going it's just you know there's so much noise people deal with i know it's it's kind of finding your way through the noise i think one of the things that people appreciate maybe that uh that troy's appreciates about insurrection is that you you, as we get into it, you're further and further away from the narrative that is today, mm-hmm. and yet, but it's fun watching the deep state finally get its ass handed to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah. kind of like it's a break from all the BS noise that you hear constantly, but it's some of that gratification. That is of, fine. Okay, this is fun. Yeah, we need yeah. some justice. and yeah. yeah. I'll go with that. I mean... With everything that's going on, it's so it's gone so far. Justice system, everything. So, it, I think it that's fantastic. part of witness too. Is it's like finally, you know, we we keep wanting God to enter our world and wanting you know whatever, and then finally you get this this witness person, and it's just like it's God in the world, just but kind of on this localized level, you know what I mean? God working through them and doing all this stuff and you get justice for people that so deserve justice and you get healing for people that couldn't find healing. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a cool little reprieve because you're finally like, yes, you get to watch it a little Mm -hmm. and God does it all the time. It's just, he does it kind of behind the scenes it's and easy not to see it in this world we live in to miss and it sometimes we feel like things are getting hopeless sometimes we feel like the country is uh, getting hopeless overwhelmed. sometimes we feel like the culture is getting i mean you look at what's going on in france right now they're they're burning france to the ground and okay. and this is basically what they did is they just had unlimited muslim migration and they've basically turned it into it's not it's not french anymore a terrorist hotbed and so now the 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 muslims are kind of rioting and turning everything upside down and you're gonna you can see france fall like that's we're in a destabilized time and you see what's going on by you know what i mean and so i think that these stories even though they they recognize that the the we see some winning that we don't see all the time in real life and so it's a little bit of an escape you know what i mean 
Yeah, but it makes me also think, how long is God going to have patience for this world? You know, like, I'm just thinking, just come and let's get it over with. I don't know. Let's, let's <laughs> ride out. Get it over with. Yeah, let's have let take us take us out of this world and execute your judgment. And well, listen, set, set I want to thank down. you two for all of the work that you do on this. Well, and that's all I needed, I guess. Carrie, especially, is why, why especially she's she's such a big help on the marketing end and on the back end. Oh, and then, she did a lot of work on that. And Will's well a big help on the front end with giving me a little help on the stories. When they Go first come listen. out, because he Go sees them listen. pretty raw, <laughs> and so yeah, we call that the full Todd. <laughs> Sometimes that needs to be throttled. Back. Sometimes it needs to be filtered <laughs> through a prism. <laughs> yeah. But I want to thank you guys. I'm so excited about this. I think it, that we. It, I look at it, it's like looking at the story of witness and looking at the story of insurrection. And when I look at our podcast, I just think, man, sky's the limit. You know. Mm. Yeah. As long as it the really author is. keeps his wildly colorful imagination rolling, we'll be good. God willing. And the creek don't rise, right? Mm-hmm. So Carrie, God any will. departing thoughts from Carrie? I was just thinking I, I like that. God willing, because you know, you feel like he's really led you to do this. So we just have to have faith that he's got a plan for it. I but, think I think he's I think he does, and I think it's gonna be yeah. big, and I'm excited to see what it looks like. I can't the I can't that, wait. The thing that basically keeps me going is knowing that some people enjoy it. Like when I hear Troy talk about it and how he takes great joy in insurrection, he absolutely loves it. It makes me happy. And I'm thinking, you know what? I hope some more people can experience the same thing, but it takes people getting it out there, sharing it, encouraging mm-hmm. it, advertising it. That's the only way this is going to be viable long-term is people to get it out there. Otherwise, I don't know how we can do it. So we need, Need some help. Yeah, I keep sticking videos and stuff up on TikTok. So if any uh-huh. of you guys are on TikTok, um, share Carol. those or like them or whatever. Watch them till the end. The longest one is three minutes. Most yeah. of them are, a lot of them are about the story. I've I've started to branch off and I, I do some political stuff and some Christian oh, stuff. And... Some spiritual thoughts and things like that. I did yeah. hear one of those this week. That was pretty decent. Yeah. Did it move you, Will? Did you cry in your car for 45 minutes uh, it, afterwards? It moved me. I had to go to the bathroom <laughs> afterwards. We had to close, we had to close the season with a crying car. Right on. But Todd, thank thank you for season one of Witness because it was so good. It was really good. Yep. So take it. us out, Todd. Final words are yours. Final words are mine. Well, listen, guys, I just want to thank everybody who is listening and who has subscribed so much. Because you're on the very front end of what I really believe is is going to be something big. And I'm I'm so excited about it. I can't stand it. And I spend every day working on these stories. And I love every second of it, honestly. So I'm excited. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Deuces. See ya. <laughs>